Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Jacob as Schmidt with his far-fetched Quacko, Melissa as Cindy with her Vulpix Soul Eater, Grace as Elodie with her Milsery Cabbage, and CJ as Gimli with his Roggenrola Trevor. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. Where last we left off, the notion of the group was that we would stay at the hostel at the Pokemon Center. Um, mm-hmm. You got there with Sam. You got her leg more or less looked at and taken care of. And you dropped mm-hmm. off the Torkoal and you were hoping to see how well it was doing. Yeah. Um, it made a complete recovery. And before nice. you went to bed, Nurse Joy summons you to the counter mm-hmm. and says, so is this your Torkoal? She says, we, we don't seem to have any data on which Pokeball it belongs to. So have you caught it yet? No, I have not. Okay. Maybe now is your opportunity. Yeah. I guess I should approach the Torkoal. Torkoal's up, right? Yeah, Torkoal's up. It's, uh, it's, you, you would think it's awake, but Torkoal's kind of always got its eyes closed. It's, right. a, it's a small little turtle. It's standing uh-huh. on the counter and it's spewing smoke. It's just kind of staring at you. What do you do? I just ask him if he's doing okay. He lets out a huff and makes the classic Torkoal sound. <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh it's good to hear buddy do you uh yeah. do you intend to release him into the wild or do you want to make him your partner i would love to make him my partner <laughs> i was like do i have to convince him yeah or... you gotta do something okay you could just um, ask like you don't have to convince but like you yeah gotta, it's you gotta, like yeah do something i was like, i know you've been through a lot buddy but would you like to come on this journey with me rule of persuasion Please. Uh, 18. Torkoal is, in fact, a free catch. It is grateful to you for saving it. You will not just have Trevor for your gym challenge. So this thing is ready for action, basically. Wow, he is beefy. Yeah. Holy, that armor class? Oh, yeah. my God. It's a little nasty. And rock tomb? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Broken. All right. Yeah. He is... Perfect. He's dumb as bricks. Yep, that's exactly how it has to be. <laughs> yes, that's ideal. Yep. All right, what do we name him? So he, I will call him Toidal. Cool. So that all happened um, the night prior. So what right. ended up happening was you all stayed in the hostel. You managed to get like a one section of like where all these bunk beds are stacked up. Um, they just kind of thought they would do like men and ladies split up. So um, Schmidt kind of challenged you to the top bunk and i we you know we didn't get you it was a one-sided role play thing but schmidt was like no i'm taking the top bunk i don't care so i was assuming that gimli would just be kind of hospitable and say yeah that's fine i'm, yeah. sh- I'm sure it doesn't yeah, matter I don't care. yeah i don't care <laughs> cool. so you sleep through the night pretty comfortably you had a crazy day if you consider that the past couple sessions were all just one day <laughs> yeah um, that was insane so you sleep pretty well uh by the nice. time you awaken um mm-hmm. schmidt's bed is empty uh, Sam's bed across the hall is empty. Elodie is still snoozing and Cindy is up and excited and ready for action. And she says, oh. you want to go to the gym? Absolutely. It's time. She is just having a great time. You're not supposed to disclose how the gym battle went, but she of is she's, she's she's just super overjoyed. And mm-hmm. you walk out of the Pokemon Center, you climb up the ladder to get on the wooden walkways to get to the gym, and you pass Schmidt, who's walking out. And he seems to have a little pep in his step, and he's also kind of blushing a little bit. Crosses your path, and he says, oh, I see you're on your way. Uh, good luck. 
Homeless Thanks. man is also what he interjects <laughs> at right. the end of that. Thank you. <laughs> and um, fearless leader. <laughs> and then Cindy kind of drops you off and weighs you off, and you enter the Fortress City Gym. The okay. The gentleman who initially gave you your trainer's license in batch case holds out his hand and requests your trainer's license. There you go. Great. He takes it. He puts a little scribble on it and uh, he gestures to some big red doors and he says, well, then on you go. You you open the doors and you're greeted to what seems to be a power plant of some sort. There Mm -hmm. is lots and lots of tall wind turbines sprouting out from all over the ground. There's Mm -hmm. um, also fan blades and propellers all over this building it seems like tunnels that are generating energy all over the place there's pokemon that are flying around taking care of errands that need to be done you can see like a pidgey that has a hat and has a clipboard it's like doing some sort of important work and you are approached by a young man he's got brown hair and he's wearing a uniform that is light blue and he says welcome to the gym all right my name is Miles, and here at the Fortress City Gym, we'll be testing you in three different categories. Mm-hmm. We're going to be testing you in your power, mm-hmm. your skill, and your luck. Mm-hmm. I'm your first challenge, and I'll be testing you on your power, and we're going to keep it simple. We're going to have a double battle. Okay. So, very convenient for Gimli, you have acquired your second <laughs> Pokemon, so this will be yeah. good. Um, you are going to roll an initiative for each of them individually. Miles... He sends out two Pokemon. One of them you recognize from the post office. It's a little Murkrow, but this one has one hat on instead of two. Oh, um, accompanying this Murkrow is a little woodpecker with a little red head. Miles says, all right, let the battle begin. This woodpecker is going to go first. And Miles says, picky peck, go for a peck. Does an eight hit Trevor? No. Okay. Goes for the peck, just immediately collides into the freshly hardened carapace that belongs to Trevor and just does not reach it at all. And disappointingly, Picky Peck just kind of flops back over into position next to Murkrow. Now it's Murkrow's turn. Murkrow is instructed to go for a pursuit, this time into your new friend, Toidle. And does a 21 hit? Yes. Great. (laughs) Toidle, in its first battle ever, with Gimli... Takes 10 points of dark damage. Wow. Okay. Right off the bat, Miles says, way to go, Murkrow. And Murkrow goes, meh. So it is now Trevor's turn. Okay. Trevor is going to go for Rock Blast into Murkrow. Does a 16 hit? Does. I got a total damage of 10. Yikes. And it's super effective, right? Mm -hmm. So that means you doubled the damage dice, but... We should since there's so many dice involved, but let's just double the overall damage. How does that? Yeah, seem? <laughs> that seems fair. Like I got okay. five yeah. fours on my thing. Trevor is just so excited to try out this new move. It just goes to town on this Murkrow. Just five rocks shoot out of Trevor's <laughs> body and just pelt Murkrow. And Miles is like, oh, my God, are you OK? <laughs> and Murkrow is going, ah, ah. <laughs> it's not looking good for Murkrow. No. Um, it's Torkoal's turn. Uh, okay. Torkoal is going to use a rock tomb mm-hmm. into Murkrow. Okay. At this moment, Miles says, We can't take this much more, Murkrow. It's time for our secret strategy. And Murkrow is going to use Sucker Punch as a reaction before Torkoal okay. can attack. And that's a 13. I think Torkoal's pretty thick. 
16. Yeah, uh, it work. Sucker Punch doesn't connect. So unfortunate. Give me the Rock Tomb. All right, Rock Tomb is a strength saving throw. Oh, yeah. Of 14. Has one bonus to strength, so that's going to be a total of nine. Marco's going to get hit by this Rock Tomb. Oh, my God. 19 damage. <laughs> Jeez. I rolled two eights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mercur goes down. Mercur's out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Miles okay. is like, this is not looking good for us. <laughs> like, oh no. Oh no. You still got a full health picky peck to deal with, all right? So I, it, it's, it's not cool. over. <laughs> it's not over, all right? Sure. Um, Miles says, uh, picky peck, go for fury attack, and is going to go for fury attack into Torkoal. And rolls a four. Great. Okay. Just, just, just KO this picky peck. Just, <laughs> just, it just, just put him out of his misery. Just <laughs> so sad. Okay. I'll probably go for a headbutt. I want to conserve some PP because I don't know the challenges. Okay. So, does a nine hit? It does not. Picky peck's okay. actually useful for something. Dodges out Dip of the in. way of the headbutt. Look at that. Dipping. Demonstrating its superior dexterity. You know, might not have the type advantage, but Picky Peck manages to flop out of the way. Excellent. Very excellent. Mm -hmm. Now Torkoal's get a shot, right? So, yeah, I'll just go for an Ember and a Picky Peck. Uh, 15. That will connect. Oh, my God. 19. I rolled a 12. <laughs> Yikes, dude. Oh, my God. Yikes, you're broken. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what I expected, like, as a rock trainer coming in this gym, but yeah, I mean, it, was it just... Given. Oh, man. Picky Peck takes a massive Ember to the face. Feathers smoking from the heat. Miles is like, "Oh, Arceus, we got this! I come on, Picky Peck, I believe in you." Oh, my and uh, Picky Peck's just like, Bleh! "It's just really suffering." It's uh, it's Picky Peck's turn. Mm -hmm. Gonna one shot both of your mons here with a fury attack into uh, Trevor this time, and that is a eleven. Nope, <laughs> that's not gonna work. No. Could, please put this Picky Peck out of its misery. <laughs> Again, I don't really feel particularly threatened. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So yeah, we'll go for another headbutt. Uh, seventeen. What's okay. your minimum damage? Technically three. Okay. Yeah. Roll your damage. Uh, ten. All right. Do you have any flavor text for it? So Trevor hops on top of Torkoal, and Torkoal lets out a huge burst of, of boom, just a big puff of smoke to send Trevor flying for the headbutt into the picky pack. Oh, I like that. That's good finding the synergy in a pretty quick three round battle miles recalls both of his pokemon and he looks at you gimli and he says i haven't been defeated that quickly in <laughs> such a long time i i would generally wish you luck for the remaining stages of this gym but i frankly don't think you're gonna need it ushers you to the next set of doors it opens up to a much much larger room again there's like turbines and stuff going all over the place mm -hmm. and it's about the size of a football field um and the same dimensions it's longer than it is wide and you can see a set of rings sticking out of the ground you're approached by another gentleman seems like he's on good terms with his friend miles and he says hey i'm ben welcome uh we'll be testing your skill in this room and the skill will specifically be speed so i'm going to have you pick one pokemon and you have a rock and a turtle so maybe you'll be you'll be a little humbled here <laughs> i think so um let me see they're, they're about the oh no they're both bad I, it's so funny i'm gonna go with the turtle okay because i'm looking at trevor and i'm like nah fam, he ain't it they're both ben, not built for speed ben evaluates just like gimli's short stonky stature <laughs> and then looks at toidle and is like all right, let's do this. Uh, 
And he unveils his his prized Pokemon. He sends out a dragonfly and it has a beautiful shimmering shine to it. He looks again at, at Torkoal and he says, you know, I usually use Yanma for these challenges, but I think I'm going to have to switch things up. Mm. He puts Yanma away and he reaches to the other side of his belt and he sends out a little baby flying scorpion. It's a purple color and it goes Wah! and he says, I've been waiting to use this fella for a while and I think now yeah. is the right time. Mm hmm. So before you, you have a set of six rings. Let me describe how they are laid out. All right. Mm -hmm. So there's one directly in front of you. You need mm -hmm. to make a total of about 120 feet of movement. Okay. So whatever Torkoal's walking speed is, we're going to have to consider that. You have a budget <laughs> of your full movement plus an action, or you could dash. You're able to interact with the Pokemon that you are racing, but the goal is to get through six rings and then turn around and come all the way back to your trainer. You can use abilities. Mm -hmm. You can use skills. You can use any kind of like role play thing you make up to make your Pokemon go faster or do cool tricks or whatever you want, but you'll have to roll mm -hmm. for them. There's a there's a ring directly in front of you, just 10 feet away. There's one to the left that you have to walk over to zigzag to. That's an additional 15 feet from that. 30 feet over towards the right. There's another one. And then there's three directly in the center. Okay. Just in the this arena open. It is, full, it is. It's very high ceilings. OK, high ceilings are the walls. There's like railing that guards you from like actual mechanical equipment that people in Pokemon are working on. That looks like power generation. Okay. Roll your initiative for this race against baby Gliger. Gliger's going to look over at Ben and make a gleeful little and it will mm. start running. Trips a little bit, but it isn't quite ready to fly. So it starts running. It goes through the first ring and then it stops and it lets out a little cheer as the ring goes ding. So can I do an interesting way that it's like a dash, but I want to do something weird? Absolutely. Let's hear it. I want to command Torkoal to basically withdraw into his shell and then blow Ember out to turn himself into like a torpedo. Ooh, <laughs> that is cool. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll have to get a check. Let's give let's say it's a DC 13 nature check unless you have a better idea. Well, you know, I think it makes money. Eh. Torkoal has a proficiency, right? In athletics. He does. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Let's do like two rolls. All right. OK, let's do a nature check for like the ember and an athletics check for going into the shell and rolling. So it'll be we'll say DC 13 for both. So athletics should be fine. And then the nature one might be a little bit trickier, but you'll still be more mobile. OK, so I got so I passed the athletics check, but not the nature check. OK, so Torkoal successfully tucks in its limbs. And is able to roll around a bit. I'm not sure what your walking speed was, but it's definitely 30 feet now. Granted that you didn't get your nature check off, I'm inclined to not give you an additional action. I think that is fair. fair. And you, fair. you roll through the first ring, and you're pretty much right next to Gliger. You're a little bit past it. Gliger sees you, sees Toidal making ground, and is concerned and says, no, I have to go faster. Doesn't actually say that, but that's what Gligar's thinking. Yeah. Um, Gligar will run. 30 feet it's very cute as it runs because there's short little legs and he just kind of holds his hands up you know mm -hmm. adorable little baby Gligar um, goes through the first ring it is Toidle's turn okay Toidle's gonna yawn at Gligar ooh okay and that's a that's a save of some sort um oh no it just works because I'm right next to it yeah if target remains in battle which he will oh my god the next turn broken okay mm -hmm. yeah so baby Gligar starting to feel a little drowsy mm -hmm. so you still have a movement uh, we're going to move the 15 feet. 
distance to get closer to the next ring. Okay, you stop right outside before it. Ring two of six. Vlagar, feeling kind of sleepy, not in the mood for dashing, is just going to walk up to the third ring and falls asleep with his head leaning on it against the ground. He will not make a roll to wake up this turn. Mm-hmm. But now we're back at Toidle. Okay, I am going to do the same maneuver as previous. Okay, give it a shot. He's sleeping in the ring, so there's a chance you might disturb him. Could stay asleep, uh, I, but I'm just letting you I know. I passed both. Again, so you're like on the left side of the mm-hmm. field at the second ring, and then the third one is at the far right side, and Glagar's like napping in it. How do you intend to like navigate? Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be rough. He might not wake up, but the, if you disturb him, he will roll to wake up. I mean, I guess we just gun for it and see what happens. Okay. It's not really an alternative. Sure. So, interestingly enough, Torkoal tucks in its limbs, blasts smoke out of its shell, and heat, not necessarily smoke, but just flames, and propels itself forward through the third ring. It goes ding, and there's smoke everywhere, and we'll see if Glygar is affected by this. Glygar is having a nap. Glygar got, right. got a seven, so Glygar's just Sweet. having a good time, still snoozing. Um, you're still in your hypermobile toil form. Do you just push <laughs> forward? Absolutely. Okay, what is your intention? Are you going to try to dash? If you want to do something extra crazy and roll for it, I'll allow it. But you got to come up with, the, with what it is. Right. All the rings are grounded, right? Yeah. Uh, where are the like, how am I positioned in the current space of the rings? You are on the right. And the last three, when they were in the air, they were like a vertical challenge. They went higher and higher. But now they're on the ground sure. and they're just sequential. Like they're just in a row in the center of the room. Just then they're they're just five feet apart. It's just ding, ding, ding. And then you're at the end of the room. Is there any way I could get like. Is that that's where I was asking about the walls? Is there any way for me to like use a ricochet off the wall to get momentum? Hmm. Potentially. I think there's a chance. Uh it is railing. So Torkoal's yeah. kind of small, and there's a chance you could wedge yourself in the railing. But if you'd like right. to roll for it, I think that is totally fair to do. Hmm. Yeah, because I would close it out like immediately. <laughs> yeah, you would get a boost that would let you it would push you to the other side of the room for sure. Um, okay. What, but what do I have to roll for that? Is it just, are we still doing like the nature check? I'm assuming it's like that, a higher. That wouldn't be a nature check. thing. I, I hate to say it, but I think that's a dex check um, okay. to make sure that you don't get wedged in the rail. Right. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to give it a, let's give it a DC of 12. I think that's fair. Then again, Gligar's asleep. Might not have to risk it. It would be just, cool, though. <laughs> it would be super cool. Uh, but if I get wedged, I'm fucked. All right. Um, Not necessarily, but even yeah. still. So this is just going to be a dex for it, or do yeah. I have to roll the other parts too? Or are we just doing dex? No, you're you're already in the form. So oh, like yeah, we don't have to do that. Okay. Um, all right. Let let you know what it's going to be awesome. Let's try it. Yeah. Oh, I got a six. Six. Okay. Going for a super crazy awesome move. Doesn't quite pull it off. Um, Torkoal can't really see where he's going because his head is tucked into his body, and he manages to get stuck in the rail. It's going to take a whole action. To free himself. However, Glygar's still taking a nap. So we'll see if Glygar wakes up. Glygar gets a two. Glygar is still sleeping. Did you spend your action to free yourself? Yes. Okay, so that happens. It's crazy. Torkoal sprains its legs back out of its shell. It's like, what What happened? Mm -hmm. And Glygar is going to see if it's going to wake up. Gets another two. What? Oh my god. That is insane. I think that's the last turn of sleep, so... Um, yeah, it's a given. Glagar rubs his eyes, and he's like, oh, I guess we're in a race, and the next turn he will start to act again. 
we just gun it the same way we were doing it earlier. Yeah, so might as well do the double. Oh, I passed the athletics and I failed the uh, withdrawal again. Okay. Or the nature. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you still managed to get into a more speedy form, but you won't be going super fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you do manage to roll yourself through ding, the first ring, ding, the second to last ring. And then there's just one more in front of you. Gligar wakes up and makes a cute little yawn and starts running towards the rings. Um, he's going to dash. So he's going to ding, get through the third ring that he took a nap on and then ding, ding, catch up to you and then stop right before the last ring. He's in front of mm-hmm. Toidle. What are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to go for a dash into the last ring. Okay, you don't need to dash to clear the last ring, but you want to use that oh, extra movement to t- turn around and get back over to Gimli. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you do so. You consume your whole action. Um, this will provoke an attack of opportunity from Gligar. Of course. Gligar's going to go for the poison sting. Mm-hmm. Level one poison sting. I think it's a 16. That should hit, right? That, that, um, if it matches, it, it matches, it, doesn't it, it? It matches, yeah. Then it goes in favor of the attacker. That is Ooh, okay. the rule. So um deals just four damage four poison damage to total okay. and does not, not poison so Good. it is in fact a baby glygar so it goes yeah, with its tail cool. and then mm-hmm. torquil feels not terrible but you know definitely yeah. got hit by attack not okay. a big deal so you make it through ding the last ring and all the rings are green and you spend your remaining movement to get halfway back to gimli it's going to take 35 feet to get back to gimli so you could dash you could do whatever but Blagar has another turn. Blagar is going to use its movement and then try and set up said stealth rocks in front <laughs> that has a range of 50 feet. So it's going to set up said stealth rocks in front of Torkoal. It's going to impose difficulty if you decide to dash. So Blagar is just 10 feet behind Torkoal. You got 35 feet left to get back to Gimli. What are you going to do? Okay. Stealth uh, rocks gonna- in front of you. I mean, I'm going to attempt my withdrawal ember maneuver again to push through the rocks. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's see it. Oh, I, I, so I destroyed the athletics check. Uh-huh. I obliterated it, and I got a one. On the oh no! Check. Yeah. So, so Toidle coils up into its shell, and it starts spinning, and it does so in such a way that it disperses all of the stealth rocks but doesn't make much ground and Mm. you still have a remaining 15 feet to go which won't be bad you could just walk that one of your turns but anyways glagar's still gonna try to stop you run up behind you it's right next to you and it's gonna stab its little stinger tail into torkoal and is a a, 11's not gonna break your armor class no this little stinger tail is gonna glance off of torkoal's hard shell and torkoal can basically just walk, walk to the finish line walk to the finish line excellent um the race ends ben picks up his baby glygar and says you did a great job friend and recalls glygar and glygar's like man it's so happy and excited to get some some action um ben says you know despite having a turtle i think you did pretty well there thank you that was rough <laughs> um ben gestures you not to a door but to a set of stairs hmm um, you start ascending the stairs and you as you do so it kind of opens up all that you see all the machinery ducks away and rather than like all these complicated um, fans and propellers and things you just see long pillars that are hoisting wind turbines that stretch through the open ceiling of the fortress city gym you find yourself halfway to the roof and there's a battling platform 
You see a young woman. She has short brown hair and big round glasses. And she lets out a giggle and she says, ha ha, you made it. This will be your <laughs> final test before our leader. And here I'll be testing your luck. How many Pokemon would you like to use? Two. All right. She says, very well, then you may send them both out if you wish. OK, I do so. This trainer in her Fortress City gym uniform. Her name is Gabriella. She mm. sends out a flying type Pokemon. It is basically an egg with nubs for hands, nubs for legs, nubs for wings, and a big long neck with a stupid happy face on the top. Okay. She says, you don't have to defeat my Togetic in battle. You just have to last 12 turns. Hmm. However, you could decide to defeat it if you'd like. I don't think you'll be able to take it down, though, and Togetic goes, and it seems really confident. So, roll your initiative. Okay. Togetic does something quite peculiar. Hmm. Togetic Wiggles its finger Ugh. and pulls out a set of fangs from its mouth that it didn't Uh-oh. have before. Uh-oh. And it zooms towards Trevor uh-huh. and goes for a bug bite. Oh, okay. Does a 10 hit Trevor? No. The bug bite fails to pierce Trevor's mm. rocky armor. It's now Toidle's turn. Okay, Toidle's going to yawn it. Okay. Togetic's feeling uh, kind of sleepy. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What does Trevor do? Yep. Trevor is going to rock blast. Okay, let's see it. <laughs> that one. <laughs> that one. Yeah, that's not going to connect, unfortunately. Yeah, like, yeah. um, a rock just goes wild and just just soars off into the distance <laughs> of the gym, and you hear a coworker, uh, a, a power plant worker go like, hey! <laughs> what is it? <laughs> yeah. Trevor, Trevor's still getting used to the new move. Absolutely. All right. Togetic feeling kind of sleepy. Wiggles its finger. God. Its hand is covered in a dark, sinister energy, and it goes up to Toidle and smacks it in a fashion that would remind you of knocking off. Oh, okay. Does a 15 hit? I don't think it does. No, it does not. Toidle's broken, dude. Why did I, I give know, you Toidle? That's so like dumb. Okay. Togetic goes to knock off on Toidle, but Toidle's not holding anything. And Toidle just also holds no grudges. And so therefore, yeah. there's nothing to knock off and mm-hmm. nothing happens. Um, Togetic takes a nap. <laughs> yes. It's now Toidle's okay. turn. Okay. So I was thinking about rock tombing it, but I don't know how that interaction goes because it does like a saving throw while it's asleep. Yeah. So um, because is, is that yeah, does that provoke it? I was wondering if that's the same way. I assume it does. But yeah, it, it would definitely have to roll to to wake up at that point. OK, well, that's fine. We could do that still. Okay. I was just curious how that would interaction would go. Yep. Because Toby takes to sleep, it makes the saving throw a disadvantage. And yeah, it definitely gets hit by rock tomb. How much damage okay. is that? 2d8 plus 3, and that's super effective, right? Yeah, so you're going to double the dice. So 4d8 plus 3, jeez! 17. Yeah, you chuck some rocks at Togetic, and it immediately starts to stir from its nap. Let's see if it wakes mm. up. Um, it does wake up. Wow. Natural mm. 19. Great. Togetic, completely disturbed by this massive amount of damage it took from these rocks, <laughs> and uh, springs awake, but Trevor still has a turn to take before Togetic can act. Okay, so it was successful, so it is restrained. Yes can't move um yeah i can't move and you have an advantage on attacking it 
Uh, Trevor's just going to continue with Rot Blast. He's just shooting for the stars, baby. All right, you have advantage to hit. 12 hit? No, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Despite being pinned down by the rocks that Torkoal threw, the rocks that Torkoal provided almost get in the way of the Rock Blast, and Mm -hmm. they don't seem to connect with Togetic. Togetic will, and this might be in the flavor text of Rock Tomb, should be able to roll a d20 to see if I can break through of the restraint. Natural 5. Um, Togetic mm. won't be breaking out of these rocks. However, it is still going to try and wiggle a finger. And it seems like it's just compelled with energy that, like, if it were possible, it would strike the opponent and then return to its Pokeball. But A, <laughs> uh, Ga- Gabriella doesn't have any extra Pokemon. And B, it's restrained, so it can't really move. However, it will just send an energy of bugginess towards Trevor and a natural three. Oh my god. Okay, that's fine. It's it's fine. What does Toidle do? Uh, Toidle's going to shoot an ember. Okay. Actually, no, we're just going to take the, the rock damage. For the free, free rocks. Gabriella's looking a little stressed. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you should. Um, That's 26. Jeez. Yeah, two sevens, an eight, and a one. <laughs> hey, believe it or not, Togetic is still up. Okay, I believe that, though. I mean, to- what's the luck challenge? But Gabriel's like, oh no. <laughs> Gabriel's thinking, I am not the lucky one this time. <laughs> yeah, yikes. What's what's um, Trevor doing? Trevor, uh, we're gonna try our luck with a headbutt because Trevor can't seem to shoot very well. Oh, that's so much better. 18. Togetic still standing. Alright, wow. Believe it or not, chonky, yeah. chonky lad. Once again, gonna go for the finger wiggle, gonna hope for something really impactful. <laughs> oh my god. Missed the explosion time. <laughs> Not Miss Explosion, but this is a move I never thought would get pulled. As Togetic wiggles its finger, it seems to pull upon the spiritual force of a prankster deity. Um, It creates a portal of void in front of it that allows it to free itself from its rock tomb. And it teleports behind Trevor and deals damage with an attack that can only be described as hyperspace hole. So... (laughs) Let's see that hit. <laughs> does a 15 hit Trevor? No. It doesn't? No, it's a 16 armor. Are you oh, kidding? Trevor. Oh, Trevor. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, Trevor. It does. Okay. It's a 14. Okay. Thank goodness. Okay. Let's get a little bit of punishment because, like, this, yeah, this is the least that Togetic can get for trying so hard here. Mm-hmm. Oh, roll a one and a two. Okay. <laughs> That's five damage from Hyperspace Hole. <laughs> hyperspace hole i think that's hoopa's signature move oh um, is it yeah okay. that's funny that's insane well it's freed from the rocks which is great but that's really cool though uh yeah that's that's metronome for you <laughs> okay what's total gonna do total's gonna ember oh 22 okay that connects roll your damage okay. 16 how does torkoal ko togetic with ember i think it honestly we're going with comedy for this this fight was like so weird that yeah. Tor- torkoal just kind of like just sneezes the ember out and it hits right into togetic and just like ah i love that it's kind of it's kind of taken aback like oh i'm so sorry i meant to <laughs> i meant to actually use ember oh man yeah that seems appropriate <laughs> um gabriella goes and clutches her togetic and she says i don't think anyone has ever just gone for the KO when they're using two Pokemon. They almost always wait it out. 
that was incredible. I don't even know what to say. At, at least we got to use a, a, a ridiculous looking move. And Togetics yeah. just like, while it's knocked out, I was like, Meh. like it's excited, <laughs> but it's also really, really upset. So yeah. Gabriella says, well, we've tested your luck. I think it's time for you to move on. And she gestures mm-hmm. you to the staircase. Perfect. You ascend. It's incredible. Uh, the current time is about like 9 a.m., the sun has recently risen and you find yourself on the rooftop of the Fortress City gym. You turn around and there's giant wind energy turbine blades behind you and you can see for miles. The visibility is incredible. So not only is Fortress City the northernmost city in the Hoenn region, but it's also the highest altitude. And you're on top of the tallest building in Fortress. So you can see everything. You can look off the distance. You see um, a vast ocean to the east with a what looks to be a really small little city way off in the distance in the in the middle of the ocean you look to the west you see um a giant mountain that's riddled with holes from meteors um you look slightly to the south and you can see the bustling capital city of Mauville. winona steps over to you winona is dressed in what looks to be like an aviator's outfit she has a helmet on that has wings on it little green goggles she has a uh, long purple hair and she says you made it that was pretty fast wasn't it yeah, surprisingly, that's a rock trainer moving fast. Not my style. She she is evaluating her Pokeballs and she says, well, I haven't got the chance to heal up all of my Pokemon since my last challenge. So I'll ask now, how many Pokemon do you wish to use? Two. She says, excellent. And she sends out three Pokemon. Mm. You see before you a bird, mm-hmm. a bird of prey that seems entirely made of metal. Mm. You see something that looks familiar as a big fluffy cloud, but much bigger and fluffier than the clouds mm-hmm. that you met on the route prior that uh, Elodie and Schmidt have caught. Hmm. You also see a big old dino that looks like a tree that is made of leaves and of it's course. got bananas on its neck. She mm-hmm. says, for this battle, you may choose your opponent. Oh, unfit against Altaria. Okay. She says, excellent. My favorite one. And Altaria goes, Meep! and it is very excited, very happy to battle. Um, she recalls her other two Pokemon, and you may roll initiative for this 2v1. Yeah, I was so scared it was going to be a 3v2, and that's like, excuse? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Total's going first. Okay, so if I was going to do a combination attack with my two Pokemon, mm-hmm. I would have to wait till Trevor's turn, correct? Yes. Okay. So what I want to do is I want to, similar to what we did last time, I want to, like, tuck Toidle into his shell and arm Trevor in front of him like a cannon. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we're going to yeah. prepare this maneuver with Toidle. Absolutely. And then get ready to launch. Um, Give me a DC 10 nature check. Because you got to prepare Nat some. One. Nat 1. All right. <laughs> Every time I want to do something cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's Trevor's turn. I will okay. I will describe that Gimli conveys this strategy and mm-hmm. can witness Torkoal basically just misfire. Torkoal's like, I'm charging up, I'm gonna make a blast, and then poof, just smoke it comes out. Okay. So you <laughs> may be you can adjust your plan if you'd like. <laughs> so I guess like okay, I guess it's I guess we're too early for that move, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we literally just met, so Yeah, it's like I know, but he's like, I'm all bad. The synergy was kinda there for the finisher on the first one, he might get it. No, he's not happening. But yeah. someday the can the the, the, the um what's it called? The Yu-Gi-Oh card. 
Exodia? The, no, no, no. The one that's like literally a turtle cannon. Oh, I don't know. That sounds about right. But someday I will pull this off in the group and it'll be unreal. Yeah. Um, okay. But we're just going to go for a rock blaster, Trevor. Oh, that's not hitting. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's a six. Not a thing. That won't happen. Um, the rocks go wide. Blast off over the horizon. They fall for quite a while, but they just land in the trees. No one gets hurt. Okay. Cool. All right. Winona says, Altaria, it's time for dragon dance. And Altaria starts flapping its wings, and arcane energy starts flowing around it. Blue and purple sparks fly out everywhere, and it seems like it is powered up. However, Mm -hmm. that is its whole turn. We're going to use our last yawn on Altaria. Okay. Altaria's feeling snoozy. Yep, and we are going to fire off a rock blast again with Trevor. Okay. Go, come on, Trevor. There we go, 20. That will uh-huh. hit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's roll our dice. Trevor fires off some rocks at Altaria. It mm. outstretches its fluffy cloud wings in an attempt to block them, but they are just too fluffy, and they mm. they slam into Altaria's body, and it's hurting. Mm. Altaria, now that it's powered up, will open its beak and fire off a fiery dragon breath at Trevor. It will request... A dexterity saving throw. Not your best. Nope. Eight. Eight will not do it. Nope. Let's see what happens. Thankfully, Trevor does not get paralyzed. However, Trevor takes a whopping 18 points of dragon damage. Ouch. This breath is crazy. It's like purple and blue and there's sparks of lightning in it. It's very hot to Trevor as well. Um, but then Altaria's like, you know what? I've had enough and takes a nap. <laughs> After all that, yep. all said and done, nap time. It's now Toidle's turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toidle's going to do the Toidle special and go for a rock tomb. All right. Strength save. Strength save. 14. It's exactly 14, which will favor the attacker. So your rock tomb yes. does connect. And 20 damage total. Jeez. Altaria takes a massive hit as it's asleep. Rocks pummel into its fluffy, cloudy body. Is this going to wake it up? Yes, it meets the check for waking yeah. up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Altaria is reasonably startled awake from these rocks and mm-hmm. faces off against its opponents once again. Um, I will fire off another rock blast. Okay, let's see it. That is a six, so no go. For the third time in this gym challenge, uh, Trevor just fires off its rocks. He's learning, and though. They don't connect. Altaria kind of saw it coming and deflects one of them over the railing. Mm. All right, Altaria going for an aerial ace into Torkoal. This mm. will hit. It will not miss. Guaranteed. Yep. But we got to see what the damage is like. Only 10 damage. Oh, not bad. Uh, did you do the saving throw on Altaria? For I did turn? not. Okay. I probably should. Okay. Fails. Natural yeah. one. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, we are going to continue the rock damage then. Okay. 48 plus 3. Another 20. Wow. Wow, 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 yeah. wow, 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 wow. There's four dice, dude. I didn't even roll that good. It was two average rolls, a big and a small. So. That's bonkers. Yeah, it's just a lot. Um, Toidle continues chucking rocks at this fluffy cloud bird. It's starting to get... Bury him. Just starting to get buried in rocks. It's really, yeah. really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Trevor, what are you going to do? Trevor, please hit a rock blast, my guy. Oh my god, a seven. What is he Trevor. doing? Trevor. 
Trevor. Trevor's getting complacent now that he's not the only Pokemon on the team. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting lethargic. Yeah, he's like, ah, we, we cruise through this gym. Why do I got to work any harder? Yeah, even though it's literally on the back of Toidal. Yeah. Um, we're going to go for the check to break free first, I think. Yeah. Um, and we get a seven, so that won't do it. No. That sucks. Um, we only have one option while we're restrained, and that is to fire off a Dragon Breath. So that is exactly what we're going to do. Uh, it's going to target Torkoal this time, so Torkoal has to make a dexterity save. 13. 13's close, but yeah, not quite bad. enough. Um, incoming dragon-type damage. Ooh, that's a big one. Mm. Uh, 19 points of dragon oh, that's damage. exactly enough. No, Torkoal goes down. Oh, no. Gimli does have a new passive. I don't know if you want to use oh, it I now. Can, oh, I can't. Yeah, I do. I want to save it with one HP. Absolutely. I want to save it. What do you say to Toidle to keep it hanging on with one HP? No, Toidle, you can still hang on. <laughs> we got this. And Toidle goes Ugh, and Ooh. finds itself hanging on with just a sliver of health. All right. Because okay. Toidle needs this last rock tomb, baby. It's Toidle's turn. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, yeah we're doing it. Okay. Guaranteed. So we're getting the damage down. Two, three, four. Oh, 21. 21. It's not enough, but okay, it is. Trevor! <laughs> Trevor! <laughs> Come on! It's really all please, on Trevor for this one. Please, buddy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's a nine. Trevor! Oh. Trevor slacking off. Gonna need a scolding after this gym challenge. Absolutely. Um, is gonna try to break free of the rocks, mm -hmm. and does it that time with a natural 18. Um, with a burst of blue and electric dragon energy shoots the rocks flying off of its body and is going to go for that good old dragon breath this time into Trevor, who seems to be slacking. So Trevor must make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. Got an eight. Trevor's going to die here. Trevor. Trevor goes down. It's a 1 HP total. Versus a dragon danced, angry, low HP Altaria. What are you gonna do? Bet it all on Rock Tomb, baby. Let's see it. Gimli. That's a 13. 22. Would you like to describe how Toidal KOs Altaria? Oh, in a whimper. <laughs> <laughs> With its last breath, <laughs> Torkoal takes the rocks that it summoned puts it on top of itself and launches them into the air, getting the maximum damage it possibly could out of this rock tomb to try to secure it. It lands, Artaria falls to the ground, and Torkoal in unison falls to the ground without oh. being knocked out in just exhaustion. <laughs> Excellent. Winona recalls her ace, her favorite, her strongest, Altaria, and says, nicely done, Gimli. You really did it. <laughs> And oh, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> she she extends her hand and she gives you one hundred dollars. Oh, okay. And she gives you the feather badge. So congrats. You have your first Hoenn League Gym badge. She says It's been a long time since someone has cleared this gym challenge so quickly. I almost had you at the end, but as classic rock types tend to do, you persevered. Oh, that was very challenging. I'm terrified. <laughs> I've never experienced anything like that before, and I was a minor for almost 30 years. For your first try, that wasn't bad at all. 
and she she gestures over to an elevator that will just take you to the ground so that you don't have to walk through the whole gym again. Okay. Um, you take the elevator, you descend to the bottom. Of course, you have one HP among your party members, but before you return to the Pokemon Center, is there any kind of errand you'd like to run? I, I am frantic about getting my Pokemon healed because they are bleeding. <laughs> Excellent. We'll have you do just so, that. And yeah. that is also where we'll call it. Thanks for tuning in to Gimli's special gym session in Dunsparce and Drampa. If you're enjoying the series, be sure to follow or subscribe and check out the links in the description or by visiting linktree slash Dunsparce. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Dunsparce. This podcast was heavily inspired by Boarding Party's Pokemon D&D podcast on YouTube, so if you enjoyed this content, you should without a doubt go check them out as well. The Patreon is now live. I'm populating it with exclusive content such as behind-the-scenes discussions, an NPC naming form, and more goodies for our patrons that you can only find there. Our next and final gym challenge will be Elodie's later this week. We'll see you then. Yeah, that was that was really fun. <laughs> I'm so sad the cannon didn't work. I was so excited for it to try it out, and I was just like, oh. You'll have another chance. I have a feeling it'll it'll come yeah, up at at some point.